You're listening to Randall Wallace Presents, formerly Bridging the Political Gap, the number one American history podcast of 2024 by Feedspot.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's Tom Heron, host of Up With America. Over there is Glenn Dye, our producer. He's doing great today, right? Absolutely. And uh, it's uh, a little bit different today because we're broadcasting right after the Clemson game. So every now and then we get bumped because people love to watch Clemson football or listen to it. So that's okay with us, right? So, however, I have to tell you something, Glenn. I'm all exci- I was all excited about this show and I was all pumped up and positive, especially because you'll see that all the music I picked is children singing American songs. I did see that. The problem with it is that everything since then has gone to hell. I'm telling you what. <laughs> in a handbasket. It's just been a nightmare of awful stuff, and you're going to hear a lot more about that shortly. We have some wonderful guests here with us today. It's going to be really great. We also, we even have a, a caller who's already called in. When we come back, I'm going to introduce you to a dear old friend of mine who's got a great new program that he's working with, and I, I look forward to that. So we'll be back in a couple minutes, folks. I'm Randall Wallace, and want to welcome you to this special edition of, of Bridging the Political Gap. Uh, tonight, this show is going to be uh, listening to uh, an interview that we did on a show called Up With America with Tom Heron. It's a radio broadcast here in Myrtle Beach. It's also online, and it is also, like us, looking at uh, you know some of the wrong turns that are going on in the country at the moment. Uh, and he had me come on. We talked about a lot of uh, the history of the of, of what we're doing, trying to educate people about history. And as I was telling him, we're taking a look now at the most controversial period of time other than the Civil War in American history, the 1960s and early 70s, which is Vietnam and Watergate, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, and the lessons that we can learn from them. And uh, and I you know I, I have my opinions as as, as the shows on the on the show. Uh, Tom Heron and I go back uh, many, many years, so we do a little reminiscing uh, about his wife Jackie, who was a, who, a an old friend of mine, and uh, and 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 about our friendship through the years. But uh, the show does look at history and the importance of it, and I hope you will enjoy the broadcast. Here we are on Up with America with Tom Heron. <laughs> This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and 
I was walking. This land was made for you and me indeed. And I'll tell you what, one of the most important things that all of us need to always remember and always do and what Up With America is all about is study our history, understand where we're coming from, learn from our mistakes, and do it right the next time around. That's all there is to it. It's the bottom line. I have a guest with me here in the studio today named Randall Wallace. Who Randall and I go back 25 years easy, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, Sometime in the mid-90s. Randall, some of his friends call him America's city councilman, right? Isn't that right? America's city councilman, yeah. I don't, by the way, I got by the way, do you not love this guy's voice? Man, you should be on the radio with me. Yeah, he sounds like he should be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> See, everybody says I have a face for radio. Uh, hey, they tell me that too. We must have we must be brothers. Yeah, apparently. from different mothers and went to there different go, schools exactly. together. So anyway, Randall has pretty much grown up his entire life here in South Carolina. I was born and raised here in Myrtle Beach. Born and raised here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and has been a friend of mine for a very long time. In fact, quite frankly, if I was thinking about this today before you got here, this whole idea of up with America when I came over that you and I sat down and worked it out together and put the whole thing together and then. We sort of drifted apart for a while, yep. but I'm glad we're back together. Yeah, and um, I'm glad to see it's doing as well as it's, as it's it doing. It really is, yeah. Not only the radio program, but the organization itself. Because now more than ever, we need it, that's that's for sure. Randall is also the author of a book that he handed to me, Always Vote Your Conscience. That's, that's perfect. That figures. Uh, always vote your conscience. Don't take it personally. Don't fight the same old battles over and over again. There you go. Some Amen. lessons I learned in my years in politics. Great <laughs> advice for a country, but great advice for a marriage as well. <laughs> You're not kidding. And um, in fact, <laughs> probably, in fact, Randall and my late wife, Jackie, who, by the way, she would have passed away 13 years ago this Thanksgiving day. Oh, Isn't that amazing? That is hard to to believe, actually. It's been that and, long. And, uh, she absolutely adored Randall Wallace. <laughs> so much so that when he decided to run, I don't even know what you were running for, chairman of the party? I was running something? for chairman for the party, and the guy that was running against me was uh, really super dapper, and I'm a lot of things, but that ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so she, she, she put all my clothes together. <laughs> Uh, so that they matched and then I would look the part and I've still got stuff hanging up in the closet at my house with the shirts and stuff matched up from that so that I don't ever look. I mean, she would, I'll, I'll never forget. She went up there in the morning and came back at dinner time and said, holy smokes, man, I spent a whole day with this guy. He's got all these great clothes. He just doesn't know which ones to wear. That's all. So she matched you up and you looked pretty good for a while. Oh, yeah. I, I still, like I said, <laughs> I still, and if I buy anything new to replace it with, I kind of match the colors back up. I don't so, know if you heard. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, we had an interview with Robert Shelley talking about his project Amazonas. And at the end of the show, he said, I have to take a second and tell you how much I loved your wife. And yeah. he, you know, they really had a special relationship. Robert, Robert's a good guy, too. And that's a, a good project he's doing. It's too. a great project. Randall, tell us what you're doing now because we're going to hear a, a clip of it just at the beginning because Randall started something that all of us could benefit from. And it's really cool what he's doing. He's got a series of podcasts. So tell us all about that. Well, it it was originally a part of the, the the book was the original idea, which was to take a look at the World War II generation that I admired and grew up with in politics, Bob Dole and Dan Inouye and Strom Thurmond and, you know, Robert Byrd and, and the examples of leadership that they set. And uh, so the first 11 episodes was along that line, take, really looking back at history and, and the relationships they had and the fact that they trusted one another, even though they didn't agree and they didn't fight to the death and hate each other the way. Unfortunately, I think the crowd that we've got running the country now does. Yeah. And it kind of morphed into um, sort of a history podcast going back through and looking at examples from that basically that same generation 
Um, I did some stuff on World War II and uh, General MacArthur being fired, which were in the book. And then I decided, uh, you know, as, as tough as things are right now and divided as the country is right now, there is a period of time in which there's a wealth of historic stuff out there on the 1960s and early 70s from the assassination of John F. Kennedy through uh, Watergate and President Nixon and President Johnson's terms. And we could take a look at this pretty in-depth and – you know, you can see the examples of what they did right and wrong and the divisions in the in the country. And, and then sometimes you, as you're going through it, you stumble on some things that that you catch on that you can see now are great examples of, of things they do now, which you're not knocking the media, which I guess we're not really media, media people. But, you know, I, I have found a clip on one of the shows that's not up yet of Dan Rather coming back in the night that Richard Nixon got elected by, with 49 states. And instead of, hey, this is a landslide, he gets on TV. And Indiana had just come in, and he says, uh, Indiana, the most southern of the Midwestern states, <laughs> home of the Ku Klux Klan, no votes either. overwhelmingly Republican, and it voted for Richard Nixon tonight. Come and on. I thought, well, here is an example of the media driving the narrative that you probably need to start watching because you're seeing it now if you're watching CNN or MSNBC, I'll pick on the liberals first, or CBS, even Fox, yeah, yeah, CBS, you know, all of them are driving an agenda and you don't even know your, your history. And the show that one of the reasons the show uh, that probably going to show a clip for here in a second about Kent State, the the, the shootings that happened there and the uh, and then later on, President Nixon went to the Lincoln Memorial is, you know, there's a, a narrative out there for the few people who've ever looked at two seconds of it who think Richard Nixon's responsible for that shooting. You know, like he went out and ordered the National Guard to do something. And the truth is that it was a governor's National Guard that he had, that were out there on the campus. They were dealing with a problem in Ohio. He had nothing to do with it. And then they attack him for being this weird trip to the Lincoln Memorial. In fact, he was upset and went out there to try to, to reach out to these people. And I don't think people know their history well enough to even know. So then you hear this kind of generic over, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but overview that has no resemblance to the truth and absolutely in fact you know james madison said this about the media he said a popular government with without popular information or the means of acquiring it is but a prologue to a farce a tragedy or both and, it's so true today and, so and, true. and we're living a farce or whatever you know i think in one of the shows i i was so put out after the january 6th deal all the way around with every after the performance all the way around with everybody and sometimes I think our leadership on the national level has become a collective national embarrassment. And that coming from me, a guy who I think if you were going to knock me in my time in the political office was that I was a bit of an establishmentarian type of figure. I would say that's true. <laughs> and and yet even I have now gotten to a point where this is embarrassing what's going on in this country. We have to fix it. So, Glenn, you know what? People need to – by the way, Randall, where would they find your podcast? Where, where would they go? It's – it's on, uh, you know, Apple iTunes and Spotify and all that. Buzzsprout was the host, but it's called Bridging the Political Gap with Randall Wallace, and it's it's um, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, here we right. go. iHeartRadio too. We're going to just hear a couple of minutes at the beginning of uh, one of his podcasts, Bridging the Political Gap with Randall Wallace. Here you Let's, go. Let's hear it. Tear gas first started down the commons, then the guard moved up on both sides of Taylor Hall and forced the kids off the commons. Then one group. I don't know how many there were, 50 maybe, perhaps more, perhaps less. Moved down into the practice football field. After you feed them, then what will we do? They've will got, you ask them to leave? They've got grievances, they've got demands, the demands on both sides. We have to talk. And then there were a whole lot of kids around them. A few kids were throwing sticks and stones, but that was only a handful, not more than 10, 15. 
And then the guard shot some tear gas up on the hill to disperse the crowd, and the kids picked it up and threw it back. Guard will make a perimeter, a circle, right out in here. From the right, jump speed, move out. He's got a big circle around here. You don't talk during a state of emergency, Mike. You know that. Come on. I'm sorry, but we'll I don't talk want as soon as shot. we get this I don't settled want down. People shot on this campus, just as a citizen of this Who wants people All right, shot? But they're sitting quietly. Okay, will you ask them to leave? And all of a sudden, I heard the shooting. And then I saw people dropping to the ground, and then I fell to the ground also, because <laughs> I couldn't walk anymore. And... What the investigators have to determine. Okay, so I'm telling you what, you, Randall, that talk about bringing back memories to me. That to me, and I have said this forever, that was for me what changed my life. When that happened, that next weekend, we went down to Washington and demonstrated against it. And I believe that the Kent State affair, that what happened out there, turned me from somebody who was an activist, who was involved in everything, to somebody who was became greedy and just wanted to make a bunch of money and get away from it all. Because that was the worst thing I've ever been through. Oh, I can't even imagine. 18-year-old American men and boys shooting other 18-year-olds on a campus. What a nightmare. And what's even sadder is... The students that died were two of them were going to class. One of them was standing there. They weren't even part of the protest yeah. or the whole situation. Just horrible. Okay. Well, let's take another break. I'm so glad Randall's with us today. This is really very informative. Thank you. Waste deep snow on a cold Colorado dawn. Did you ever see the sun go down in Hawaii or see the stormy waves break over the rock bound coast of Maine? Or have you ever seen an eagle fly up out of the mists of Alaska? A big October moon hanging full over the still Dakota Badlands. Have you ever tasted the gumbo in New Orleans, barbecue in Carolina? Thank you for listening to Bridging the Political Gap. If you've liked what you've heard, please share it. And we would love to hear from you and your thoughts on on our show. So if you'd like to, please leave a review wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, thanks again. 
and so long for now.